Hello, and welcome to a talk podcast special on the subject of meditation. Today, we're going to meet Suan Reynolds from Cardiff, whose life was transformed by meditation and mindfulness. Suan was diagnosed with epilepsy at the age of 14, and spent years looking for ways to reduce her seizures before eventually discovering the benefits of meditation and mindfulness. As well as changes to her diet, including cutting out gluten and dairy products, she started meditating with life-changing results. Suan credits meditation with improving her relationships, giving her more energy, and having a positive impact on her university grades. Today, she's turned her passion into a business and is helping others transform their lives. Can Suan help you? Stay tuned to find out. And I'm pleased to say that Suan joins me now. Tell us a little bit to begin with about the services you offer and the work you currently do. Hello, Marcus. Wow. <laughs> I uh, am a meditation teacher and I uh, offer meditation classes for schools, uh, for school pupils and for businesses. So for employees that are stressed. And I also hold um, meditation classes for the public as well in Cardiff. So they're, they're brilliant and you can have a nice slice of cake to end the session and a cup of tea. So, oh, that yeah. sounds wonderful. That sounds exactly like my type of thing. So let's, <laughs> let's go back to the beginning with this then. You're still only in your early 20s, I think I'm writing saying. So how did you discover meditation in the first place? Um, well, I... When I was 14, I was diagnosed with epilepsy, and um, when I was studying psychology at Exeter, um, when I was 20 years old, I remember telling myself, right, um, there must be another way out, there must be another way to decrease my number of seizures without having to take more medication. Yep. So let, let's um, let's stop, stop there for a moment. Epilepsy yeah. is quite a wide spectrum, isn't it? In what ways was epilepsy affecting your life? Was it affecting your studying, your social life? Was it affecting all aspects of your life up until this point? Yeah, um, it was, uh, well, it was um, affecting, well, social life, I, I wasn't uh, uh, well, <laughs> I wasn't supposed to drink um, as much as I was, <laughs> um, but um, I think that the fact that I wasn't allowed to drink as much um, just made me drink more. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Um, but um, um, now I don't drink anything, so I think I think the the that just made me stop drinking. No, but anyway. Um, yeah, social life, um, like studies at school, um, it was, uh, uh, well, the medication I was on um, before epilepsy, it was making me forgetful, um, mentally slower, um, just making me less me, really. Um, and, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a, a great place to be. It sucked at times yeah you, you were in this situation then and how old were you when you discovered meditation you were in university you say um well i was uh, 14 when i was diagnosed with it mm. that's when i had my first seizure and then um i was in uni when i when i decided to go down a different route um other than 
just fully relying on medication to control my seizures. Yeah. So I was looking for, you know, a different way. And mm. um, that's when I came across um, meditation. How did you come and, across meditation? How, how did that come about? Well, it was actually, I was uh, visiting um, Cardiff for the weekend. I came home, back home from Exeter just for the weekend. Mm-hmm. And um, I... I was reading this article in the newspaper on uh, meditation and how it can be helpful for those people with epilepsy. Mm. And I was like, oh, right, okay then. So after reading that article, I remember just going upstairs and um, typing in meditation on YouTube, sitting down, closing my eyes and, and having a crack at the meditation whip <laughs> right, so and um, yes so so what sort so, of meditation was that in the first instance then uh, it was i think it was a mindfulness meditation mm. that was my yeah that was my first first one um but yeah and i just uh, i was determined to find another way so i kept i just do, did that every day sat down closed my eyes um, and listen to the recording every day and about after four months um, I began to notice some differences in myself that were just completely life-changing yeah. Um, yeah, so, so that, 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 that began there was that weekend in Cardiff where you came home. you came home back to Cardiff for a brief weekend and you, you had your first meditation there and then you went back to Exeter. So you had a daily routine for the next yeah. four months, did you? And were you following the same meditation pattern over that time? Um, well, at the beginning, um, I think for like a month, I listened to the same recording. And then I thought, yeah, it's probably a good idea to sort of branch out a bit. Um, and I, I downloaded an app um, and just... D- dove right into it you know downloaded an app listened to all sorts of recordings Mm. bought some books and just educated myself more on this thing called meditation um and yeah and i'm so glad i did you're self-taught in other words there was there was no guru was there who was you weren't going to classes at that time to help you or anything like that were you no no i wasn't actually i think i just wanted to make meditation what uh, I just wanted to know it from me, just make it something personal to me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just, I just, yeah, <laughs> I didn't go to, I did go to classes in the end, mm. um, but not in the first few months. Yeah. No. Yeah. So that you came through that and you continued your studies at university, and did you find that? your life was changing what I'm trying to get at is to what extent was your life changing were your studies improving was your social life improving and at what point did you decide to stop drinking alcohol and go down a different path Mm. well um so my grades at university improved Mm. and that's one benefit so if any of you out there are students oh my gosh um just if you want to improve your grades start meditating it's absolutely just it it improved my grades and um it's amazing so that's one thing that meditation did um another thing my my seizures decreased 
um, I now have about one seizure a year, whereas before I had about 10 seizure, seizures a year. That's Cheesy. enormous, isn't it? That That is absolutely enormous. That really is life-changing, and it's not something to be taken lightly, that. So the effects are there for all to see. Also, around about this time, we've talked a little, you and I, in the past about diet and how you've changed your diet. And one of the things I did at university, which I realized was a mistake, was that my sugar intake was far too high right the way through university, and it was causing me all sorts of problems. It wasn't until I got to my late 20s, really, that I realized how bad my sugar intake was and how it was damaging my health and my life in all sorts of ways. What part did diet begin to play in transforming you as a person? Um, diet was, has been amazing. Um, I've um, come off gluten and dairy now, and it's especially with um, sort of mental mental health issues, things to do with the brain. It's it's really crucial that you look after your gut. Yes. Because we say that the gut is like the second brain. Mm. Um, um, apparently 80% of serotonin, which is the feel-good hormone, gets created in the gut. Is that right? So I didn't know that. Mm, yeah. So we have to make sure that we really look after our gut. So when I came off gluten, mm. um, my gut health improved. Um, and same with dairy, my gut health improved after I came off dairy. Um, and just as a result, not just not only did my brain sort of start functioning better, but um, you know my body did. I had more physical energy. Because what gluten does in your gut, it covers all the the villi, I believe it's they're called. Um, sort of, they basically cover the walls of the gut. Mm. So any nutrients that you eat, they don't actually get absorbed by the body through the gut. Yeah. So the gluten sort of stops the nutrients from going in. So so yeah, after I took out gluten from my diet, wow, we <laughs> it was fantastic. Be because I, I, I never quite know what to think about dairy products and gluten because you we be contradictory advice, don't we? That you know, um, whole milk is good for you or some cheese is good for you. You're saying that your life improved when you cut all those things out. Yeah, that's that's the truth. Uh, um for me, my truth. Um but you know, I I I don't go. I, what, what, if I had to say something to to people who are listening, I just say, why not try it? Try it out. You know, it might not work for 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 you. Not not everyone is the same. You know, mm. um, you know some some people um, benefit from stopping, you know, going vegan or stopping eating gluten but you know some people you know they need that fish they need that um the meats and things like that and that's that's fine everybody is different yeah so about finding what works best for you yeah, yeah. because i'm a lifelong pescatarian I, I eat fish but no red or white meat and as i've already said i've cut down dramatically my sugar content and i noticed a change in my lifestyle to that but there is a lot of contrary <laughs> information out there whether it's whether we should have dairy in our diets or not and the um, whether you should go for butter or margarine and you know we, we see things particularly in papers like the daily express who give you different advice depending on what day of the week it is it seems to me so i'm never, I'm never quite sure which route to go down but that's that's your take on it no dairy no gluten um right you've come out of university at what point did you decide that 
you wanted to take you wanted to use meditation what you had learned as a way of making a living when you moved back to cardiff yes i just i just after discovering this tool of meditation and after it changed my life in so many different ways i just knew that meditation more people needed to know about this tool called meditation because everyone can do it and if it can change my life like my life so dramatically it can change other people's lives um dramatically you know maybe more than my life so i was like right okay my my um role now now is to spread meditation mm. so that's that that was my goal when i came back to cardiff was to spread meditation and so that's why i started my own um business called cardiff meditation and and day to day then what 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 does cardiff meditation do what are you doing on a, a typical working day like this what does it, what do your days involve um so i visit schools um and and businesses and teach bring meditation to to them so employees who are stressed um need some relaxation um i just hold meditation classes half an hour hour at their workplace so i hold a half an hour meditation session for school children or for school staff mm. um and then have you, have you got regular I'm, customers then that the same businesses keep coming back and call you in every once in a while or whatever um yeah yes i have a few i'm just that's a new um sort of um part of the business that i've just started up on which is the business side of it mm. so i'm just starting to find my feet in in that um um area now but um with schools um yes i i do have my um um schools who come back for for more meditation which is great to know that more more schools are bringing meditation um to their children it's just Great. On the subject of children, then, because one of the things that concerns me—I mean, I haven't got children of my own at the moment—but one of the things that concerns me is that their their lives are very intense nowadays with so many gadgets, so many ways of um, communicating, and so many forms of entertainment at their fingertips. Uh, for example, I, I I was bullied at school, for example, but at the end of a school day, I went home. Nowadays, with all the different means of communication, whether it's WhatsApp or Facebook, or whatever, the bullying and that can continue into the evening. Um, and children mm -hmm. may be very stressed nowadays because they, their lives are just so gadget intense. H have you experienced parents coming to you with these sort of concerns? That their children seem very intense and unable to relax or to switch off. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, what shocks me is really young children. Yeah. Say nine-year-olds, you know, um, nine-year-olds worrying about how they look and um, and yeah, bullying. There's a lot, like you said, of just of stimulation going on in these children's uh, minds, and they just need a time where they can breathe and relax and. Um, put their well-being first. Um, so yeah, more and more kids really um, are are needing meditation, in my opinion. 
um, and I'm 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 glad to to help and do whatever I can in that field. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 For, for adults listening to this now, private individuals who live in the South Wales area or beyond, perhaps you're running. You're also running classes, are you privately? Um, yes, um, classes every uh, Wednesday in the Bee and Honey in Canton, mm-hmm. um, and um, I just yeah, I love I love that group. <laughs> so, so, I love that group. How, how much does it cost to come along, and do they have to register in advance? And how does one book a place in these classes? Yeah, so um, so the the class is called Meditation and Cake. And it's that's what it says. That's what it says on the tin. Fabulous. We do uh, just over half an hour of meditation, and we'll have a cup of tea and some gluten-free and vegan cakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, it's nine pounds per session. Um, and to book a space, you just you can um, email me s i w a n at Cardiff Meditation. Dot com. And we'll put all that up on the website as well, so that's fine. Fab. And um, I'm on uh, Facebook as well. Um, Cardiff Meditation is on Facebook as well. So you can find me and message me there for a, for a space uh, in the class. <laughs> that, that sounds great. So if, if there's a newcomer coming along and they're feeling nervous, not knowing what to expect, what, what sort of thing actually goes on in that half-hour session? Well... There, there's no need to be nervous, <laughs> and the, the classes are for for people who are um, familiar to meditation and new to meditation, and it's just about experimenting, trying trying things out, see what works for you. And what we usually do is we do some um, um, mindfulness meditation. So it's about um, bringing our bringing our our bodies and our minds into the space where we're physically in um, and also we do some breathing exercises which are really relaxing and calming for the mind and the body and it's it's a really nice break in the middle of the week just yeah. to breathe and to recharge really mm. And you give them something then they can take home with them, something they can practice at home in the privacy of their own homes because a, a week is a long time, obviously. I mean, there's so much going on in our lives. Do you recommend that they then go home and maybe set aside a bit of time each evening to, to really feel the full benefits of what you're advising them to do? Yes, yeah, definitely. Um, it's it's something um, that's, um, that I advise people to do at, you know, every day for five or ten minutes um not long um and what's lovely about the group is that people can just ask questions about meditation you know any no question is a silly question and when we are having a cup of tea and a cake we can just people just ask um ask me or ask each other when do you meditate or any any kind of question and i can just give give them some 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 words of advice yeah. um and yeah it's just a friendly space where everyone is welcome um yeah <laughs> well, you, you've told you've taught us a lot in this podcast uh, you know an introduction to what you do and how you came about this uh, this meditation how it's benefited your life so you're a vegan you don't drink alcohol have you got any indulgences left any naughty habits Oh gosh, yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, do you, I, I, I don't suppose you know the shop um, 
being freaks on St. Mary's Street. I do know it, yes. Good. Because they sell all sorts of just vegan, delicious chocolates and also um, oh, these um, protein protein sh- shakes. I've kind seen of them in there, yes. Ooh, they're just like peanut, peanut butter with um, banana and like chocolate pow- like powder. It's just all that kind of goodness. But the thing is, like every, like the, what's fab about them is they're actually good for you as well, you yeah. know? So it's and not really you... a naughty indulgence at all, is it? Uh... Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> all, all things in moderation. Yeah, yeah. I guess all things in moderation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it's allowed, you know. We, we've all got a few indulgences in life. But anyway, yeah. it's been a pleasure. So repeat the website once again, please. Cardiffmeditation.com Wonderful. Check it out, folks. We'll see you and thank you very much for your time. And uh, we hope to catch you again with us on Talk Podcasts. Lovely. Fabulous. Thank you, Marcus. Sue Ann Reynolds, who swapped medication for meditation. One of Sue Ann's key messages is that meditation and mindfulness can be practiced by anyone, anywhere, at any time. So even if you're not from the Cardiff area, please feel free to contact her via the website at cardiffmeditation.com. Thank you for listening.